0: Okay, so I finished the boys today, guys. The
1: boys are back in town. <laughs> the what boys,
0: the boys are back, back in town. It was so good, and it was very dark, but it was really Extremely good.
2: Extremely dark. It
0: was way really darker. Am than I psychotic I I was for
2: thinking uh, for having Homelander as a, like my favorite TV character of all time?
0: Oh man, I don't, I don't think you're psychotic for that. Uh, I, but man, that w- it was, it was almost chilling. A couple episodes because it was like what if captain america was truly like that oh yeah oh. it's
2: like a it's like a bunch of what ifs
0: yeah yeah but it's, it was yeah go ahead
1: the Planetizer. the cor- the I love the corporate aspect of it because because you've had you've had either graphic novels or other superhero quote unquote stories that that kind of turn on itself on its head and say well, what if they were bad but the boys like corporatized mm-hmm. that like all right we're gonna like market you and all, and it's just greasy capitalism yes. at its worst yeah and and like accentuated by these people who are abusing their powers and who is your uh, who is your favorite character, Olivia?
0: My favorite character, um, oh man, I think out of like out of the seven, Homelander was like the most interesting to me. Um, but out of like the boys, I really did like Huey. I thought like he was he he had the most like reasonable responses to stuff where he freaked out over like everything and people, everyone else was just like this, this is just what we do. We kill people. And he like, no, that's not what we do. That's, that's terrible. That's so horrible. Uh, so I really, I, I thought he was interesting. Also Jack Quaid, like, let's talk about how great he was.
1: I love Jack Quaid. Yeah. I see him. He, he would just, he would kill it in the Marvel movie. As, I think so. Uh, they, I have been reading, um, I don't know. I don't know if Olivia and I were talking about the other day um, comics and stuff. I don't know how much you read, Eric, but I was reading the irredeemable, irredeemable Ant Man, where like Scott Lang gets killed, and then this Shield agent named Eric O'Grady takes the suit, and he's like a terrible person. He's like a coward, and they lean into that aspect of him. Uh, but, but he's like kind of good. Like he does good stuff, but he like creeps on women and like, like he's just, he's not a good person, but there, but every once in a while you're like, Oh, he like did something good. I feel like Jack Quaid
2: could do something like that. Uh, yeah, that, would, that yeah. Yeah. I actually heard of that storyline. He's like the third Ant-Man, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I yeah, want to see him. Star. I want to see him in the MCU so bad. So, but speaking
0: of the girl that played Starfire, or no, not Starfire, Starfire. I'm thinking Teen Titans, Starlight.
1: <laughs> Do uh, a barrel roll, Starfire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Starlight. She was in the first season of Jessica Jones.
2: She, oh, really? As who? Uh,
0: she played the girl that was like with Kilgrave, uh, the like very young girl who was like doing whatever. I mean, as oh, yeah. he, that's his power. Um, that Jessica Jones is like trying, she's like trying to save her the whole time. Yeah. So
1: I just want to say, my wife's name is Jessica, and every <laughs> day I go Jessica
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I of bet, David Tennant.
0: I bet Jess really appreciates that.
1: Yeah, she, she looks at me like it's not going to register audio only, but there it is.
0: Yeah, people can imagine.
1: People can't imagine. Anyway, um, oh, two things. Boys related. The end of the boys, we can't spoil it here because no. even even though it's been out for like a year, one of the greatest twist endings of like any... Because here's the thing. The frustrating thing about... so. End of season one of Westworld, there's a great twist. I would say it's comparable to the end of season one of Westworld where um, the the hosts are going to have this uprising and you realize that that's what it had been leading to the whole time. And then the stage is perfectly set for the next season and you don't know exactly what it's going to look like,
0: Mm -hmm. but that's
1: what happens with the boys because once you get there and you realize like, oh it every like I had just been assuming this thing about this person this whole mm-hmm. time but that's not actually what was what is reality in this universe and it's just you're like oh this dude's not as bad as I thought he was and this dude is like definitely not as good as right I, yeah. as I thought he was it, oh man just just very
2: very effective end do a season it was yeah, great, yeah yeah it's crazy that we had the Boys and Watchmen, like two like super dark and great <laughs> stories, come out like it's super recent memory. Right?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I was I so Eric. I don't know if I told you this, but I was just telling Isaac this. I just finished reading The Watchmen, like the graphic novel, oh, and yeah. and between watching that and or reading that and watching The Boys, I was like, I need to watch something lighthearted.
2: <laughs> oh, definitely, like, way
0: lighthearted. So I've watched a lot of Bob's Burgers, and John malay needs to try to. There you go. You yeah. know,
2: the ending of the Watchmen graphic novel is is a trip.
0: Yes, yeah, I agree. I agree. And
1: uh, we are by by the time this episode comes out, people will already know that Watchmen is going to be our next series. Yes. And I'll just give another like preemptive plug for it because Scott Pilgrim's like fun popcorn kind of like not really about anything kind of entertainment although you can you can say it's about like relationships and baggage and stuff like that but definitely not as heavy as watchmen so we're excited to, to tackle something m- like actually meaningful and like relevant so
0: yes yeah get ready yeah. get ready right. everyone buckle your seatbelts
1: but i think we can all agree that the boys are back in town <laughs> 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 uh wait wait what two two other things i forgot to say what i was actually going to say about the boys one Plus one has Jack Quaid and Maya Erskine or Erskine or however you say her last name. Mm -hmm. One of the best romantic comedies ever that I've seen.
0: Okay, I've heard that. It's
1: super, super funny. 10 out of 10 recommend. It's on Hulu.
2: Everyone go watch it.
0: It keeps popping up on my like suggested. You will not
2: regret watching it. All
0: right.
2: I don't, I actually don't know if I've ever seen any Jack Quaid movies. I don't think I had either.
0: He was in the Hunger uh, Games. Oh, really? Yeah, he played Marvel or something like. Oh, he played one of the like really good people, or like like out of all the tributes, he was like really strong and like came from one of the higher up uh, regions. What yeah, Eric,
1: Eric uh, J.K. Rowling came out and said that he was born a woman, but he chose <laughs> to be oh, a man. <laughs> we
0: we I guess we're going there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> why not?
0: I mean, might as well.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good. Daniel Radcliffe and I, I forget the actress, who, the name, her name, who played the Katie, show.
0: Katie. Uh, what is it?
1: They both denounced her. So, you know what? I, I
0: Dan- denounce Daniel- her too, I guess. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe actually wrote Harry Potter is what Twitter is saying. So. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, boy. The Twitter conspiracy theorist coming yeah. out of the
0: woodworks. Yep, I hope he's right. ready.
1: I hope he's ready to have his sexuality rewritten. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Do we the, want other, to the, music? the
1: other thing, hold on a second. Oh, okay.
0: Sorry. <laughs> the sorry, other sorry. thing
1: is Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander in The Boys, is the star of a show called Banshee, which I've told you guys about. But it is an excellent, just very strange, but like engaging and just weird show. Uh, it's like an action adventure. Anthony Starr plays a guy who goes to find this girl that, like, they split up right before they did this bank heist and he got arrested and put in jail. And there's this crazy side character who, like, hacks everything. And there's another crazy plot where the government's trying to kill Anthony Starr's character. Awesome. At least season one. So that it, invo- it involves. Insane. Well, and the, the 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 clin the clincher is that it's set in a town where like run by an Amish mafia. Okay, wow. awesome. that <laughs> sounds really <interesting>. yes. <laughs> go watch it. Go watch it. We'll talk about it.
0: I'm here uh, for the Amish mafia. Week.
1: Oh yeah, it was really good. Anyway, let's cue the music. Okay, now we're jumping in to it. Um, unless do we have more thoughts about the boys?
0: No, I think we should just go ahead and start going in unless Eric, do you have anything?
2: Nope. I don't think I have anything else.
1: What did, what did y'all think about the, yeah. Cause Olivia, we haven't talked about like the Christian conference. Oh, that, oh man.
2: Yeah. That was a wild episode. Yeah.
0: Uh, that episode was, was a lot. I had to, to pause and like take a breather after watching that episode. Um, it was really good. That was a really good episode. And I think that that really kind of hits on uh, Midwest culture, especially like the Bible Belt. Uh, and I think that it, like, I, when I was watching it, I thought about like high school, like being involved in church in high school, and like what that looked like for me, and how a lot of it is supposed to, or was, it felt like it was aimed to try to be more relevant or something like that, and kind of appease my need, my, my needs as, to, as far as like wanting it to be cool and fun, but not kind of missing the point of what Christianity is supposed to be about. Does that make sense? Am I mm-hmm. off base with any of that? Uh,
1: well, at one point, Ezek- I'm reading online. Uh, <laughs> at one point, Ezekiel says, Jesus said, hey, bro, bring it in. You shouldn't need proof. Uh, you should just believe because I say so, because you have faith. People who have faith are my peeps, y'all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that uh, I that felt like every every speaker I ever heard at at church camp Which, not in a fun way.
1: Well, in it, it, yeah, yeah, and it. Well, and then he says later, you know, can Jesus walk on water? Why can Homelander fly? It's just like yeah, yeah, the bringing bringing it to like how would how would people of faith react to people who could fly and like they would they would probably end up idolizing them as as literal saviors or or like you know the celebrities who can do no wrong right uh, yeah at least, at least until people who like uh what's what's carl urban's character's name
0: butcher uh yeah
1: like butcher and huey take him on because it's right. like just power power
2: corrupts
0: yeah yeah, and yeah,
2: in, in a show full of like despicable characters, I think Starlight's mom is probably one of the most. Oh yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. From the moment you f- first meet her, by the way, that is John Cusack's sister who plays her mom.
1: Really? Fun really? facts, Yeah.
0: Anyway, she from the f- moment you first meet her, you're like, dude, chill. She she's doing all this stuff. Like, calm down. It felt like it felt like uh, those high school movies where the the dad is trying to push his son to like the athlete and he's like no dad I'm giving up your dream it kind of felt like that but not quite as cheesy
2: oh yeah I 100% agree was not a fan
0: yeah not a fan not a fan so anyway this is flyover film show
2: I am Isaac
1: Sims
0: I am Olivia Clement
1: this is a podcast about movies and I guess in this episode, TV series from the perspectives of two people who live in places oft forgotten by Hollywood. We keep up with the goings on in Hollywood, but remain very much grounded in Midwest America. And today we are on episode five of our Scott Pilgrim vs. the World series. Scott Pilgrim vs. the
0: Pod. Today we'll be talking about the evil exes. Each of us have ranked the evil exes. Uh, We're going top five, right? That's what we decided on. Mm hmm. So we're going top five, and today we have a special guest, our very first guest, Eric Pham. Eric, what's up, man?
2: Hey, guys. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on this amazing podcast.
1: Eric is my peeps, (laughs) 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 y'all. Well, uh, y'all are my peeps, too.
0: Aw. 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 That was so kind. It's
1: nice to have peeps in a world...
0: Where you can't see your peeps. Yes. Yeah. In person, Uh, (laughs) face-to-face. So, Eric, uh, what does Scott Pilgrim mean to you and for your movies? And f- what is like, what do movies mean to you?
2: Yeah. So, uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, that's kind of see. a big question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's see. Scott Pilgrim. I remember seeing Scott Pilgrim when he came out in theaters. Um, I guess that's like. 10 years ago now? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's been that long. But um, Shaun of the Dead was, I remember Shaun of the Dead was one of the first R-rated movies I saw growing up. And one of my friends, he told me, hey, the director of Shaun of the Dead has a comic book movie coming out. I'm like, whoa, I got to check this out. So I remember us uh, going to the movie theaters, The Malco in Fort Smith. Nice. And seeing Scott Pilgrim one weekend. And coming out of it, I was like, I had never seen anything like this before. Yep. Uh, And it's like that's like the same reaction everyone has after after seeing Scott Pilgrim I feel like. Um and like growing up my movie taste was pretty questionable at best. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to
1: into that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'll preface this by saying uh my favorite movies growing up um were were Hot Rod. You got you nice. guys have seen Hot Rod, right? Oh yeah. I thought that was like the Shawshank Redemption of comedy. Movies.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, let's be honest. I mean, it kind of, of is. I mean, it's, it's debatable. It a great,
2: great movie. Uh, but I, I watched Hot Rod so many times, and I could, I think back then I could probably reenact like every scene, uh, nice. quote by quote and scene by scene. But that was, I thought that was like. The should we
1: have a? Movies. Should we have a code word for what? Whiskey. How about let's have a code word? <laughs> Why are you saying it that way?
2: yeah but uh that that movie is so quotable but yeah that was from from uh, a comedic movie that was probably my favorite comedy movie going on growing up and what, what are some other movies i liked um oh one movie that i adored growing up was the a-team do y'all remember did y'all the, ever the one, watch with, one the one with uh, liam neeson yes with oh liam that's neeson a, and bradley cooper yeah.
0: yeah
2: yeah that was oh my goodness i watched that I i watched that movie like four or five times in theaters
1: I love Patrick Wilson, is like so despicable as the villain at one yeah. point. Do you uh, and uh, uh, Olivia, you haven't seen it, right? No, actually I talk? actually
0: did. I oh, saw it okay. the theater and saw it. I don't remember anything about it though. Okay.
1: Well, there's do, do y'all remember the scene where it's like at the end and they're, they're, Fighting Patrick Wilson and all his guys in the shipyard. Yes, and absolutely he has, ridiculous he, final battle. Yes, yeah, he has a <laughs> he, uh, he has the drone strike missiles, and he's like, "Oh, sweet, this is like Call of Duty," and you're like, "Oh my gosh, just kill this guy already!" <laughs> he's like so terrible. <laughs>
2: yeah, so those are uh, two pretty good uh, movies that I loved growing up. Like, and you can see they're both you no know, brainless, stupid action movies. I remember in the team There's a scene where there's like a there's a tank falling out of the sky. And they're trying to, like, crash land it in a pond. And, like, there's a parachute attached to it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they were, oh, it was, it was just, like, endless stupidity in those two movies. But, um, yeah, those two movies are a good representation of the kind of movies I enjoyed back then. Uh, <laughs> but then I saw Scott Pilgrim. And I was like, whoa. I didn't know, like, actually good movies like this could exist, you know? Mm-hmm. it was like an emo- It was an emotional movie, too. Yeah, Um, yeah, the characters are relatable. Uh, The story story is really compelling. And just everything about the movie was like, unlike anything I'd seen before. So Scott Pilgrim to me was like pretty much the movie that kind of kickstarted my my love and interest and and passion for like actually actual good filmmaking. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what Scott Pilgrim means to me. It's not super deep, but it was really one of the first films I saw that like left like an actual like kind of a mark on me so
0: i mean i felt like that was super deep (laughs) but i mean i don't know know,
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: we it's cool hearing that because that's one of the things we talked about in our first episode when we just we just kind of revisited the first time that we watched the movie individually and it it really is it's just kind of it's kind of a wonder to behold honestly and even if people don't like it like i've shown it to some people who didn't like it but they're like that was crazy i've never seen anything like it like you at least got to give it that and it's just it's a spectacle that's yeah, right it really a good, is good a good spectacle so um wh- oh i was gonna ask you what's what is y'all's um most quoted
2: hot rod scene or, or quote i guess oh man
0: i'm gonna be honest i haven't seen it enough to quote yeah it. i
2: have i have not seen it in I, a while i don't dead. think i've I, seen
0: it since high school.
2: yeah same year olivia and that's kind of that's kind of sad because I yeah I, I really quoted that like almost every single day of my high school career. Uh,
1: did Scott Pilgrim replace it as like in yeah, terms of the one that stopped, you ended up yeah, watching? After, yeah, like after whatever?
2: I watched after I watched <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, there was no more, <laughs> <laughs> more Expendables, no more Transformers, mm-hmm. no more of those movies for me. I saw what good filmmaking was.
0: Although yeah. Hollywood felt the need to make more of both of those franchises. <laughs> exactly. So thanks I'm a lot, Michael Bay.
1: SMH. Well, have you all seen Six Underground?
2: I haven't. No. Yeah. Uh, y- yes, I did. Um, was it good? <laughs> uh, no, not really.
0: Okay. Was it Was it a Michael Bay movie? It, it was. Riddle's
2: it was like it? Michael Bay on steroids. Like every Michael Bay cliche in the book, like
0: <sighs> Nice. It had a. Um,
1: it had a pretty good cast. It has a it really gr- good the, cast. The I don't remember the, her name, but she was in Operation Finale. She, I think isn't she French? Um,
2: yes, could be, She was y'all. in Inglorious Bastards too. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah,
1: her and Ryan I Reynolds. I man. was like, that's that's a that's a good setup for an action. I
2: will say this though, I don't think the original Transformers the one with Shia Buff is as bad as everyone says it is. No, obviously.
0: I like I, it.
1: I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember movie. I remember seeing it and I thought, well, that was that was totally lived up to. Like, it was yeah, a, yeah, it was a it was fun was action
0: movie. back in the day. And yeah. I
1: also like had to wring my dad's arm to let me go see it because he and <laughs> I still bond over movies. Um, but. He was like, I just hear it's not very appropriate. And we went and saw it. And it's like right at the end when Megan Fox is like in a crop top, like they're making out on the hood of the car. And I was like, oh yeah, that was it. And And
0: like, like I forgot about that. Honestly,
2: there's that one scene. And it's like Linkin Park in in the background, isn't it?
0: Yeah, 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 Linkin Park. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) what I've done is playing. Yeah, yeah. Which was like the song of the summer for like everyone, mostly white people, probably though.
1: It's about to get epic up in here. Uh, y'all, you watched Nigahiga? He's like, oh man, about to get I... epic up in here. Epic up in here. Epic
0: up, up,
2: up, He was one of my favorite YouTubers.
1: Dude, he's still going apparently. Um, but my favorite hot rod quote is, and it just rolls off my tongue. Like by the time I got on my banana board, I was tripping balls. <laughs> and, then, and then he one. drops him off and. Yeah, no, he get he starts on the, uh he starts like welding or doing some saw work and he like ends up getting impaled with some metal on the side <laughs> of his, Bill Hader ends up getting uh, impaled with metal on the side of his face. And then Andy Samberg drops him off of the hospital and Bill Hader points to the trash can and goes, hospital? And Andy Samberg goes, trash can. And then he turns toward the door and goes, sweet.
2: And then he walks in. I say that <laughs> all the time. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch Hot Rod. Yeah, this, is
0: this. Is it on Netflix?
2: Probably. Ah, uh, probably. I'm not okay. sure. I, I think I have it in my Blu-ray collection.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: Eric, how many Blu-rays do you think you have? Oh man,
1: I asked that. I asked that in terms of like jealousy.
2: I think yeah. I have probably. I'm looking at them right now. I'm gonna guess like probably it's close to six hundred.
0: Oh my, oh my gosh. That is
2: awesome. I'll need to send you all a picture. It's <laughs>
0: yeah, weird. picture you, it I, didn't I, happen.
1: I yeah, I've seen you've sent me the picture. You should send it in our group so Olivia can see it.
0: Yeah, I would very much like to see it. Awesome.
2: it just doesn't there's like no better feeling than like physically holding the movie. How many uh, how many are steel I have a fair amount of steel books. I stopped buying them because the prices on them have like skyrocketed now. Yeah. Like, they're like 35, 40 bucks now for, for like a new one, which is what do they used to be? Like back in the day, in the, um, like five, six years ago, you could get like a brand new movie in Steelbook for like less than twenty bucks. Dang. Like $18.99, 1999. But now they're like the four K ones are like thirty five bucks a piece, which is
1: I bet insane. I bet they like sold out really fast. And then Best Buy realized, oh, okay. People <laughs> people take this seriously and then they yeah. jacked it up. Yep. There's a, there's a sad sect of people who are, are buying. <laughs> I know, right? And selling them
2: five. Like, who are these idiots who keep buying this physical media when there's so many streaming services? What is it right here, Isaac Sims, Conway, <laughs> Arkansas? <laughs> I'm getting a text. My wife
1: just uh, is filing for divorce. So.
0: Oh no no. no. Oh,
1: wait, that's not a <laughs> like you were lame. <laughs> oh hey, um, our dogs just came in. Hi, doggos. I'll have to send uh a, take a picture and then tweet it out or Insta post it whenever we release this episode. Um okay, I guess I guess we should jump into Scott Pilgrim. Should we all start at number 5 and then work our way down to 1?
0: Do we need to read the ad first?
1: Oh, yes, let's do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, before we jump in. Not
1: in the middle, yeah. Right now.
0: Right right now. All right. So, This podcast is brought to you by Ready, Set, Podcast. They are going to produce this podcast and they will produce yours. They have prices to fit any budget, options for both hobbyists like Isaac and myself, or professional podcasters. They make it super easy to create your own podcast. They can also help you record, edit, and publish. If you have a podcast idea, they'll give you a free consultation if you reach out to them. On their social media or their website. Uh, their website is www.readysetpodcast.xyz. Ready Set Podcast: Turning your brilliant idea into reality. And All we're right. back. And we're back. How are we doing on time?
1: We're doing. We're. We still got some of it. We got. Right. um We got some time. All right. We got like twenty minutes. We're golden. Great.
0: Okay. We're we're golden. Okay. So and we're starting I got it number in front five. Of me, so
1: yeah, we're good. Good. Yes. Okay. And should we let our guests go first? And I
0: think so. Which is guest
2: number five. Eric, yeah. you're up, man. Oh wow, what an honor—the first one to go. <clears throat> All right, so my number five. This one might com- come as kind of a surprise and maybe a controversial pick, but my number five is Gideon. Whoa. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah. So okay. let me let me go to bat for myself before I start getting bashed for this. Um, to me, Gideon, like when you stack him up against like all the other evil exes uh, he just pales in comparison i think there's like nothing there's like really nothing that like is quirky about him or sets him apart from the evil exes in my opinion and i think my biggest problem with gideon is like he to me he was like an underwhelming like final villain okay. uh, after you got to see like a lot of like the other villains you know
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: but not to say like he's a bad character or anything, just to me, he was underwhelming as a final villain. Sure. And I think some of the other evil exes would have made a final villain a better final villain. Um, Do you but f- he, does, he does have like, he has one of my favorite quotes in the movie. Um, when Knives comes in to the final battle and he calls her Kung Pao Chicken,
0: <laughs> that's an
2: absolutely amazing zinger. <laughs> Slightly offensive and one that I try to use every once in a while in my dictionary of insults. Kung Pao Chicken. He's like, listen, Kung Pao Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: goodness! You're, oh, he's, yeah, and he says your old old boyfriend because he had <laughs> yes. somehow kept in mind that like she had dated Neil. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Which is funny that he even knew that to begin with. Yep. Okay.
1: He was seeing uh, everything. He was seeing everything through Ramona's chip, I guess. Mm, but that, I will say, I will say this, Eric. In when you, whenever you read the comics, you'll like. He is he is a very very good final villain. Do you mm-hmm. feel that way, Olivia? I don't yes. want to like 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 anal- or compare the these, sure. these are these are the the exes of the movie and not of the comic but yeah. in the comics Gideon isn't excellent at times you are like oh this is a bad bad dude like some of this yeah stuff. so yeah.
0: yeah I agree I think that he's a better villain in the comics as well so
1: Olivia what's your number five
0: my number five is Matthew Patel. That's mine th- too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, he's fun. He has a little, like, a fun song that is great until he doesn't rhyme. And then, you know, <laughs> Scott throws the cymbal or whatever at him. Uh, so, yeah. So that's my number five. I love,
1: I, um, I the reason I put Matthew, it was, and we'll, uh, we'll kind of get to the point where we say, like, who was left off because someone is not making it someone or multiple people are not making it onto our top five or our individual top fives but for matthew patel and his like busting in through the ceiling mm-hmm. is the point where the movie shifts and you're like okay this is what is because that's when uh, i watched it with two of my buddies the other night and whenever he busts through in the middle of garbage truck when they're playing it at the rocket they go what? It like, <laughs> and he's like flying toward him with his uh, finger out. Anyway, yeah,
2: yeah. Up to that point, it Scott Pilgrim is really just like like a romantic comedy almost. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when things change, and I I think it's really funny whenever he's he starts singing, and Anna Kendrick's character is like, what? What? what What's going, happening? What is, everyone's like, what is going on? Right. So, all right, look go. out! Look, look it's out! That it's that one guy. guy. <laughs> hey, is he a pirate? <laughs> Pirates are in this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, who is he dressed like that, uh, Eric? Who's your number four?
2: All right, my number four is going to be Roxy. That's,
0: That's my, number, my four. number four. All
2: right, nice. All right, wow.
0: So we why have did we a all
2: podcast?
0: Why did we all put her at four? I
2: just love her character design. How she's supposed to be like a a ninja almost. Yeah. Um, a punk rock ninja. I'm all about the ninja motif and themes, and I, I just thought her character design was really badass.
0: Yeah. I agree. May, also, does, great. May yes. is great. May Women is great. I I do love May Whitman. She's probably one of my favorite actresses. Did
2: y'all know she voices Katara on yes. Avatar? Yeah, That's pretty incredible. And yeah. she was an of development too. Yeah.
0: Yes. Egg? Her? And, uh, yeah. Egg? <laughs> and
2: yeah
1: And then Michael Sarah's like, it's so cute whenever she like takes apart the hard-boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you remember that, Eric?
2: Oh yeah, I need to go back and rewatch Arrested Development. That is, yeah, oh, man.
0: She's also in Parenthood, which is probably one of the best shows about like just about a, a normal family that I've ever seen. All the characters are very well written, and I I really like her character in that show too. So, so anyway,
2: yeah, Roxy's death is is pretty hilarious too. Fourteen <laughs> year old me had no idea what the hell was going on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I kinda did, but like, yeah, I, I hadn't not all the puzzle pieces had right, put exactly. together at that point for fifteen year old Isaac. Yeah. How many Eric, how many times did you see this in theaters?
2: I actually only saw it one time in theaters. Okay. That was the same It time. was when it came out on like DVD that I started like watching it almost religiously. Gotcha.
0: Nice. Roxy also has some of the f- best lines. Oh yes. Like like I laughed out loud when she calls Ramona a hasbian i thought that was so funny (laughs) and then when she goes your bf's about to get effed in the b
2: Anyway, yeah she had some pretty good zingers for sure
1: i said that on stage when i was leading worship a couple days ago and it did not go over
0: well (laughs) i can't imagine that going over very well
1: oh no i'm just kidding i didn't say that i have tact um eric who is your number three
2: all right my number three are the Kat and twins? All right. Really?
0: All yeah. Right. I have them
2: really high. Um, I think if you asked me back when I saw this in theaters, they would probably have been my number one.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: I I just really love. I really love. Uh, how they ne- they don't even say a single word in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I think they have like the least screen time out of yeah. all the Evil Exes. Mm-hmm. But they like leave such an impression and like the whole battle of the bands scene with them is so memorable.
1: They tore the roof off. Yeah, they literally <laughs> tear the roof
2: off by playing one note on a keyboard. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Was pretty epic. And yeah. just the music in that scene was pretty awesome. Um
1: yeah. we talked about this last week, but Beck, who wrote them music or all of Sex Babom songs said that Threshold was like the roughest. Like as in terms of like the most, he tried really hard to make it sound like a garage band. And he said that he was surprised whenever it was featured in that scene because it's so like prominent. But it's a it's a good song and like visually I think if the I could see a scenario where if it had been a different song that was a little bit more polished or something it would have distracted from the intensity of the battle but it like matches the yeah. gorilla grabbing the the dragons and oh yeah. all that so yeah that was that was a scene in theaters i was like wide-eyed like whoa yeah.
2: they like summon these spirit animals and start wrestling <laughs> <each other> while <laughs> which they're is playing so music
0: it it feels like it. It doesn't make sense in the movie, but also at the same time, it's like, of course, that would happen.
2: <laughs> right. It.
0: It just wouldn't have been the same without that scene. Yeah. So.
1: Were we on number I, three? Is that, yeah,
0: Isaac. Who's your three?
1: Mine is Lucas.
0: Mine is Lucas. Have we had nice. the same so far?
1: Uh, did you have Matthew for five?
0: Yes. Oh, we've had the same.
1: And rocks. Oh, nice. Wow. If we have the wow. same.
0: Oh, that wow. would be really surprising suspense
1: yeah. moment coming Sus- up Yeah. Else. um i lucas is great I, chris evans just hands it up so well I like like he chris evans. he nails it and i think another reason another reason he's so good is because he is and and i want to i was thinking about this i want to see him in another edgar wright movie because he he i think out of almost anyone else in the movie he gets the like Edgar Wright's like quick quick edits and that kind of stuff the comedic timing too yes yes Mm -hmm. and like if Edgar Wright does another movie like this or even an action adventure that has like comedy in it I'd want to see Chris Evans and I feel like I feel like they will team up at some point again because he's done playing Captain America all that stuff just like call the grind bro and then like little stuff like <laughs> he throws him he throws oh, like yeah. he's so dramatic he's got these eyebrows and he like crushes the coffee <laughs> and he throws him through the the sheet the backdrop and then he like walks up and he's like and then he like looks down he like has to tear the thing so he can walk through It's just like stuff like that he's so good i love him
0: i wonder i wonder great, if that pr- was great scripted great friend yeah. friend yeah. of the pod i wonder if that was like scripted where he when he throws scott through the the backdrop and if it was supposed to tear completely, or if it was supposed to be where he goes up to it and tears it. Cause that's hilarious that he mm-hmm. had to do that. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so good. I, yeah, I think he's great. Uh, I, and I think it's funny cause I feel like anyone who hasn't seen this movie would be like Chris Evans playing a, a douchey bad guy. I
2: don't,
0: <laughs> He's Captain America. It's but so I against th- type. Yeah. But also, and I think that a lot of people were kind of surprised that he, he played his character in Knives Out so well. But I had seen this beforehand, and I was like, of course he's going to play that character very well. That's obviously you guys have not seen Scott Pilgrim.
1: Yeah. Noobs. So,
0: yeah. Noobs. Get Olivia, it together.
1: Who is your number two?
0: My number two is Gideon.
1: Mine is Gideon. Holy ah, cow. Oh, my
2: oh no. goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh we coming down to the goodness. wire.
0: Uh, I, think,
1: I think, yeah, well, you go, because I took all your time on when we were talking about Lucas it's it's sorry
0: it's it's okay i i forget uh so i really like i like gideon uh he's not obviously he's not my number one in this movie but like what we were saying earlier i think he's really good in the comics but he's he's evil he's literally controlling ramona with an implanted chip that's that's messed up that is evil that is evil (laughs) and he he felt the need to create this league of X's to control the fate of Ramona's love life. And, and I just wonder if who...
2: <laughs> it took him <them> two <laughs> hours to get everyone's phone number. Two
0: <laughs> hours <laughs> <laughs> This episode is mostly gonna be us referencing lines from the movie. Oh
1: man, I'm just looking our our follower count has dropped to zero.
0: <laughs> Everyone has unsubscribed and sought <laughs> <saw them> along <laughs> us on social media. It's and on our personal accounts too. That's weird. Man. So that's... Yeah, I just want to know how strongly do you have to feel about someone who you like broke up with that you're gonna do that? You're gonna create a league. I just Gideon, go to go to therapy. I know you're a fictional character and you aren't alive anymore, but go to therapy, dude. He what has th- like one of
2: the coolest weapons too, out of all the Elecs, with the katana. Oh,
1: we, yeah. we Olivia and I both just uh, reenacted him creating his
0: <laughs> Isaac's was much shoulder.
1: better. <laughs>
0: mine was very bad
1: i would have been a good doctor strange because i like do weird oh you get stuff. really into it with your hair yeah.
0: all right eric oh wait well isaac do you want to talk about why you have gideon as your number two yeah
1: i just jason schwartzman is great i i think i, I will save this comment for number one um okay. i love jason schwartzman he's i just i want to see him in more stuff he's so great
0: he is so go great. watch
1: everyone go watch rushmore have you seen rushmore eric
2: I have not. That's like Ooh. I have a. I haven't seen very many Wes Anderson movies. Only like he's, he's good. Moonrise Kingdom and yeah. the Hotel.
0: Yeah. If you go see any Wes Anderson movie, Jason Schwartzman's going to be in it. Is he he's, in every single one?
1: I think he's in most of them. I think most of them. I don't know anyway. if he's in Moonrise actually. Moonrise Kingdom. Yeah, I'm pretty he is. sure he is.
0: Yeah. i sure. positive. Yeah,
1: he is. I haven't seen. It. It's been a minute. Since You're wrong. Time. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna
2: head <laughs> out. <laughs>
0: All right, now okay. it's just uh, Eric. Yeah. Eric and me. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is our podcast now.
2: All right, what are we on? Number two? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Where my number, number two is going to be Todd. All okay.
0: Right.
2: Yep. Yeah, uh, Todd, I think my number two and my number one go made like the final villain because he has like the relationship with uh, Envy. He has a relationship with Ramona. So I thought that would have made a pretty good final villain. All mm-hmm. of those paths coming yeah. together and everything. Yes.
0: He's more interconnected
2: right exactly yeah
0: there's like I feel like there's more tension there
2: yep does that make and sense? yes oh yeah and I think uh the fact that he's a vegan is <laughs> I hope I don't it's
1: it. the great it's the greatest trope it's the great
2: <laughs> I movie. think I think how Todd acts in the movie is how like every vegan sees himself they have like these psychic powers
0: and hey man I've always it. wondered it's like a
2: vegan we- academy <laughs> somewhere it's like fight vegan club or academy.
0: something
2: <laughs> We don't know about it, <laughs> but
0: I've
1: always wondered how does being vegan give you mind powers?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness!
2: Uh, yeah, he's he's Todd is just is just hilarious. Um, and the bass battle with with Scott is so good.
0: Yeah, yes, um, that is a fun scene.
2: The, yeah, super fun scene. And I'm trying to think of what else about Todd.
0: Um,
2: oh yeah, he has another great quote uh, to add on to the quotes we've been going. Um, when Scott starts like playing his his bass and he's like, sounds like someone wants to get funky. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. and then the music starts playing and yes. it's so good so it's
0: good. so good I, and, that, and
1: there's a callback to uh, uh, oh Knives and I broke up hey guys look I learned the baseline for Final Fantasy 2 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh you're the worst person ever
0: and then Allison Pill is like Scott you're the salt of the earth <laughs> oh, thanks. oh thanks no I meant scum oh thanks oh, wait.
1: wait what <laughs> um, we all did number two so we're at number
2: one
0: all right, Eric. Do you want to tell us who your number one evil ex is in Scott Pilgrim versus the World? All right, my but number one right.
2: is drumroll, please, um, Lucas Lee.
0: Nice. <laughs> all right. Okay. All
2: right. I, I love Lucas uh, Lucas Lee as a character. I think he has like one of the best, if not the best, character introduction of all time when like yes. he starts walking out of the trailer. <laughs> well. The universal music starts playing and he walks out of the trailer and he skateboards over to the, to the set of the movie. And, yes. And the director is like, and, and then uh, Chris Evans interrupts, is like, action. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this guy is so <laughs> ridiculous and so awesome. Um, and I think Chris Evans just has a ball playing him. And I hope he's in some more Edgar Wright movies. But uh, if you ask me, like, who my favorite Avenger is, like, a lot of people are going to say, like, Iron Man and Thor but Captain America is my favorite and Chris Evans is one of my favorite actors. So I had to go with Lucas Lee.
1: I I respect that. Mad respect. Mad respect. He is so good. Uh, What does he say? Uh, You listen
2: here and you listen hard bucko. (laughs) First click is going to be me hanging up the phone. The second will be me pulling the trigger. Oh, one of my favorite lines. I'm probably gonna misquote it, but like, he has his stunt double. He's like, sometimes I will let him do the wide shots so I can go get blazed.
0: Yes. My yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
2: good.
1: so Fifteen-year-old me, uh, sheltered homeschoolers, like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what does he mean get blazed?
1: Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: also, one of my favorite scenes that was actually apparently, uh, or one of my favorite lines that was inspired by a real life event that that Edgar Wright had was when uh Wallace hands him his, his skateboard and he goes, Hey, big fan and Lucas Lee goes, Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> Which is so cocky. Oh, yeah, he's so <laughs>
2: arrogant and it, it just makes it so much better because Chris Evans is playing him.
0: Yes. Big fan. big fan, big fan.
2: Olivia, I feel like we have the same number one I
0: feel one. like we have the same number one too.
2: Let's say
1: it on three. One, two, okay. three, Todd.
0: Todding yep.
1: <laughs> Sorry yep. I said that. Uh well, maybe it was the connection. It was the connection. We'll play it on the connection.
0: It's it's fine. It's fine.
1: Um, yeah, the vegan thing, <laughs> Brandon. Brand. It is. It is crazy, and we'll talk about this in the last episode where we kind of look at this cast that if people go and watch Scott Pilgrim. Now we you get this like they're in it and they're in it. Like it yeah. is crazy that Brandon Ralph. Like like uh, people put him in a ton of stuff and like Superman superman returns flopped he was in like dylan dog uh, like a bunch of stuff that just flopped but he has such great leading man energy oh yeah yeah and in i'm glad that he made it onto legends of tomorrow because he's just he's such a great actor and he can he can play a bad guy he can play a good guy he can play a nerd he can play a jock he can mm-hmm. do it all i'm just yes the in the vegan thing the 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 cleaning the cleaning lady on monday oh, yeah. and and the uh it's milk and eggs bitch is like oh. the, like the funniest for me the funniest lines in the movie um so yeah
0: he punched the highlights out of it he that's like that's no oh, those are yeah. like the I three quotes for me
1: or i'm like and he and and that's that like that's the worst thing that happens in the movie which is the other thing i was gonna say like he he would have been a really good final. Yeah, I feel like we all three oh, yeah. kind of think that. Yeah, one hundred percent in terms of the movie. But
0: yeah, he and then he he goes, "What? I'm not afraid to hit a girl. I'm a rock star." <laughs> a rock star. and it's yeah. just like you are how are so could you are so
2: incorrigible. Get...
0: <laughs> I don't even know the meaning of it.
2: <laughs> oh, he's so good. Y'all remember the the scene after like the uh, the bass battle, and he like blasts through Scott through the walls, mm-hmm. and it's like this super amazing scene of like. Like a bunch of holes in the wall, yeah. And like he's like floating down there. And then there's like a quick cut and he just walks through the he door. Worked? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah. So
2: funny. <laughs> oh man.
0: Yeah. He. But the thing is, is he's even worse in the comics. Like he is. Wow. He's worse in the comics. So.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Well, it, well, he's worse, and Gideon's worse. Yeah. Eric. Main point: you should read the comics because they are to. fantastic, yeah. fan freaking fantastic. Well. This, we are a minute and 11 seconds over schedule. Yes. So we're going to have to wrap things up. Sorry, Ryan. Our producer. Sorry, producer, Ready to... set podcast.
0: Yeah, he's ready set podcast.
1: Eric, thanks for being on with us. Um, will you be joining us next time we record? Yeah, I think so. Awesome. Oh,
0: yeah. Um,
1: we appreciate your insight and expertise on these, these X's. Next week, we're going to be covering the, or not next week, next time, We'll be covering and ranking all of the characters of Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So we'll have to do, we'll have to cram a lot in. It'll be a fun time though. So <laughs> Olivia, you have any closing thoughts for us?
0: Uh, No, but thank you for listening, everyone. Please rate and subscribe uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media. Uh, this is Olivia Clement signing off from Oklahoma.
1: This is Isaac Sims signing off from Little Rock, Arkansas this time. I'm the house of my parents and oh this is eric
0: yeah (laughs) signing off
1: from good old fort smith
2: arkansas
1: oh yeah this has been flyover film show we'll see you next time see you bye